What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 21 of the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. On this episode, we are talking Division 3, Blade Runner 2033 Labyrinth, Sea of Thieves, and Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Revis, take me shopping when I'm up in New York. Hit the shoe store, go and cop a few more. Y'all at the mall, eating dinner at the food court. I'm in L.A. eating 22 courses. Mac Miller, Nike's on my feet. Is that what it is? If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. I love it when you talk nerdy to me. I quit. He did it. He did it. Yeah. We're walking off. We're walking off. Let's that go. That's right. It's like, <laughs> is it like Air Nikes on my feet or Nike. is, it, is it Nikes on my feet or Air Nikes on my feet? Nikes on my feet. Let's go, bro. Let's go. I love me some Mac Miller. Today's a good day. Back in the day. Today's, oh, a, t- today's a good day. Today's a good day. We nailed it. Guys, you finally got one. Let's go. I, I threw my, I, I think I might've broke my headphones. Hold on. Oh no! I was so excited. I was so excited. No, so they're, excited they're fine. Adam finally like nailed it. Nailed too. it. Like, no hesitation on that. Nailed one. it. Nailed it. What is up, uh, man? How is the week? Not much. Not much, man. Week has been good. Got been playing some Mortal Kombat. It's been great. And been great. very quickly, I, I love it, man. I think it's so fun. I I love the. Uh, again, I'm not very good at the fighting games, but they're always so fun. The story was actually pretty intriguing and. Like, I beat that already. Like, I beat that in one sitting. And does Raiden get his powers back? Should I? I don't want to ruin it for anybody, Zags. Or if you want to say, you Googled it. Blink twice if Raiden gets his powers back, Adam. (laughs) Kind of. I'm not going to ruin any plot points of the movie or the game because there's a lot to it than just that. But... He does, in fact, somehow get his powers back. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I hope. Yeah. That's what I hoped happened. But I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying the game. I always, yeah, yeah I thought the storyline would be kind of cool. And uh, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, Adam did an awesome video uh, loading up every single Mortal Kombat fatality. Uh, if you want to check out that video, please check yep. out that video. It is a very, very, very cool. Um, and it is gruesome. Yes, and if, just completely Mortal Kombat. If you are not eighteen, you need to you need to <laughs> use discretion to get into this video. Apparently, yeah, yeah. YouTube told us, uh, sorry, that's not for everybody. They put an age restriction on it, so if you're not signed into YouTube, you can't watch it. Um, but we also have a guide on how to do each of those fatalities um in that video but we'll also leave a link down below might as well just so you guys can check that out if you want to learn how to do some of the secret fatalities it does not include like the video does not include the cameo fatalities so there's much more on top of that it's just i hadn't unlocked all the (laughs) the cameo characters yet so i didn't want to say and cameo characters so um i'm still working on those but yeah keep an eye out or not keep an eye out go check it out it's uh link down below it's it's they're gruesome. They, They're awesome, though. They are gruesome. Yeah. I, the, my number one thing is this was Adam loaded the video up and he's like, hey, the video's up. If you want to check it out? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then I texted him yeah. immediately and I'm like, why did you age restrict it? And he's like, dude, I didn't do that. YouTube yeah. did it. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is going to be brutal. <laughs> yeah. So I've been playing a lot of that. I've been playing a lot of the crew Motorfest still because I am enjoying the crap out of that. 
Um, I'm getting better with the like the wheel actually. Like I, you know, I kind of got some drifting going down. You know, I said I was struggling with that, but it's getting better. I was it's gonna, I was gonna say, how are you doing on the drifting? Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting, I'm getting so much better. Nice. Um, I just wish I had more time. That's the thing with like when there's all these good games coming out, and I'm interested in all of them. Like it's hard to be like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and play six hours of this game. But wait a minute, I still have this game I want to play and I want to get better at. Yep. And then you have a three-year-old who's like, Dada! Yep. It's like, shoot, what, what can I do? And then I had to work today, so it's just a whole mess of like trying to play video games. I... And then with two of the games that we're going to talk about today, like Division 3 and Sea of Thieves, I'm like, man, I got to get back into those two now, and I, I just can't do it because yeah. I don't have enough time. I literally have a stack of like 14 games that I want to play. I'm so <laughs> far behind on games. <laughs> Yeah, and you play the single player games. So like, once you finish those stories, you're like, okay, I can move on. Yeah. For me, like, it's all the multiplayer games. So it's like, oh, you got to keep grinding, keep grinding, keep leveling up. And it's like, well, shoot, like, I I just don't have time to do that. Yeah. And, it, and it sucks because um, I'm gonna continue getting better at Mortal Kombat. I think as much as I want to keep playing Motorfest, I've kind of hit a, a stalemate, I guess, on that because Sea of Thieves is getting an update. More games are coming out, and ah. Uh, so when these games which, get updates do you feel like you got to go back early before the update oh, happens and like revamp 100. your skills um i would say with sea of thieves that here i are you cool with, we're gonna jump into sea of thieves okay is that cool yeah, with you let's we'll just, make that our first yeah topic? we'll jump into sea of thieves okay so okay I, but real quick because love sea, oh, real, yeah, sorry, yeah sorry. real quick because you didn't ask me about my week which is kind of rude but i'm gonna oh, let sorry. it slide well i'm i'm gonna sure, sure. <laughs> How was your week, My Dave? week was pretty good, and I want to just do a, yeah. a tiny bit of show and tell because uh, I think the fans uh, might actually like this. So um, in my true nerdy fashion, I am not a big collector of this genre, uh, but if you guys do not know, uh, Pokemon actually came out with a new set of cards called their Violet Ooh. 151 set, um, and for some reason, I was just very interested in this set because it's a revamp of all the original 151 cards um from the original series so i just really it intrigued me and i and i wanted to grab a little bit of it uh and i got my first set of boxes and i'm very very excited to say that we got a, a pretty decent pull um so if you guys want to check it out from that set we actually ended up pulling the holographic Whoa. charizard ex dang you should have done like a you know you should have done that that's awesome you know what you should have done that you should have done a uh like a live stream of like cut or open oh cut or open yeah i've yeah. seen those cut or open oh, oh my, my God. goodness do you ever see that one video of that dude where he's like um i think i've actually used the sound clip for a while but the his his like audience would pay him 50 dollars to destroy the the cards before he opened it and somebody paid him yeah. 50 bucks and like when he opened it he had one of the most rarest pokemon cards ever created it was like some oh super gosh. rare pikachu and he had an absolute meltdown he was like on the ground crying and like screaming at his chat like why uh, would you do this to me <laughs> that's so funny, so that's funny. So but yeah i just wanted to show the card it's actually pretty cool so it's a it's a holographic yeah. charizard ex um but yeah it's I, i'm super shiny. juiced on it very shiny very cool does i really like the like um I don't know. Uh, it's hard to describe the art style on it, but uh, yeah, super cool. Super cool. That's awesome, yeah, I man. Like that. Happy for you. Nice, Happy man. for you. Thank One you. day it'll be worth $4 million and you can sell it to Post Malone. Yeah, or uh, Jake Paul and I, I can just make it into a chain or something. 
Yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay. That sounds good. All right, but, but anyways, Sea of Thieves, let's go. Sea of Thieves. I know this wasn't our first topic on the, the list, but since this kind of came up with what we were talking about. Um, so Sea of Thieves is a game, if, for those that don't know, is essentially you're a pirate and you face against the world of pirates. And for the longest time, you could not play by yourself you had to play with other people which is why it pushed me away so kind of going off of what you're saying when it's a big update does that bring you back into a game uh typically with sea of thieves no but with this one yes it's going to bring me back into the game and i'm probably going to play a bunch more than i had been in the past and the sole reason behind that is they're adding a safe seas which is where it's pve rather than pvp or it's so Sea of Thieves is PvE and PvP combined. Yep. But now they're adding a safe seas, which is just PvE. Okay. Let's rewind for a hot second yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Let's um I don't I'm not sure if everybody knows exactly what Sea of Thieves is. So like yeah. what exactly is Sea of Thieves? Like what what ex- what exactly are you doing in this game? Yeah, and Sea of Thieves essentially you are a pirate and there's three different ship si- ship that's a hard word to kind of combine ship sizes ship, <laughs> ship sizes so you can there's the this wow i haven't played in so long the sloop um i can't remember the middle one and then the galleon's the big one yeah, yeah. i either have nobody to play with or three other people to play with <laughs> so i always played on the galleon or the 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 sloop but essentially so you have different like tasks to do to complete and like find buried treasure take on world events take on other players to steal their loot so you get the loot and you sell it to the right merchants and that's essentially like what the game is is like you're this open world sandbox of pirate ships with great mechanics in terms of like waves and things like that um it's it's pretty like like the real like the the waves are really realistic to the point where like some people can't watch, including Dave, because he gets seasick. But overall, that like essentially, you're just a pirate doing pirate things in the game. The wave mechanics are very realistic. I've seen Adam yeah. play this game multiple times, and I'm not going to lie. There has been a few times where I just had to stop watching you because I was <laughs> yeah. getting seasick yeah. watching it. Um, okay, so the it's so would you describe it as like an exploration game or is it more of like a like building game where you're trying to like you know up like you upgrade your sh- you're doing the stuff to like upgrade your ship or like upgrade like your stronghold or something like what's the what's the goal of the game because this, this so is confusing really to me because it's it's like a yeah. it's one of those games that doesn't have a story mode and when i don't have a story mode i get very lost on like what the end goal is and that was one of the questions that i had with sea of thieves so there are there's a lot of lore in the sea of thieves um like there's different like mission sets that you can do to kind of like get some lore behind it and story based that way and they have like different seasons they have different like um like events and stories and things like that um in terms of like leveling up is there's different categories of different merchants that you can sell stuff to and that's what you level up in terms of like um like getting your ship better or your person better it's just all cosmetic it's all cosmetic it has nothing to do with all cosmetic uh, like you can't improve your ship and like so the final goal that you want to try to reach is called pirate legend and that's where you you level up so far where they give you the title pirate legend after you complete a whole bunch of different things. And like, that's like, was the end goal. There's much more to it now that people try to do. Um, 
including with this update, this season 10 update, which is going to be October 19th, I believe. So actually, I probably won't play this because it's right before uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. But anyway, so I'm, I'm excited for this. Um, there's a lot of things going to be added to it. So kind of starting from the top with uh, the season updates, kind of the, so you have your different levels that you can get. They're adding a different level called Guild. So it's kind of like a clan for like other games. And you can have up to 24 different pirates in your, your guild. Um, and you can sail with the guild mates ships even when they're offline. So you can pick their ship like, hey, I want to use your ship when you're offline. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then with this guild, your guild will earn reputation. So kind of like the other ones, like you just level up. You'll get rewards for hitting so much of a reputation. Um, you'll be able to customize the crest. The marks and marks, mottos, and name of your guild. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So that's like the one of the big updates. Okay, I I have questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number one. Um, the guild thing. That's the, that's pretty cool. So it's twenty four real people, right? Yeah, but it's not gonna be all online at once. I don't remember the the exact size. I think it's twelve pe- like twelve ships in a uh, map. So, okay, and then with the guilds, you're saying that you can use other people's equipment, like is, their ship when they're offline. Is this a thing though, where like if you use my ship and I'm offline and you like destroy it, do I lose my ship? Because I will no, be so, so mad at you. So another thing about the <laughs> ship is like you get sunk, you're spawned with the same ship, just without the the rewards. Oh, you just spawn with your same ship. Yeah, and without, oh, without okay. the rewards, like you don't have the treasure or anything that you collected while you were like had the ship. So really, you're not losing anything if you unless if you have a bunch of loot and stuff, then you're losing things. But in terms of like your actual ship, nothing's damaged. And why? So why are you excited that this is not like a PvP situation? Like, it does it just get annoying when people are attacking you? so okay well, let's step to the next part because that's what i want to talk about the most is the, okay. the pve part okay. um, so the, the next thing they're adding for the world events is called the skull of siren song so this is going to be a pvp competitive like natured world event and essentially like you have to find this skull of siren and it's you're facing off so you face off against other pirate crews to find an ancient artifact and your goal is to retrieve and deliver to gain the rewards. It's going to appear at random intervals. So like the, like the quest will like appear on your ship's mass and you can like either accept it or deny it or whatever. Um, and you'll get two maps. One is you have to go locate the key and the other is you have to go locate the crest and you have to combine the two to like open the chest and get the artifact. Mm. Um, and it, and once you get either the the chest or the key, you'll be marked on the map as like a player that has these, and so other people can come try to attack you and take it from you. And so I think that's kind of cool, but that's the PvP side. And yeah, so that's that's the cool like uh, story of this season, I guess essentially. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, anytime you yeah. make me a pirate and allow me to go on a treasure hunt, uh, that, I'm excited for that. So. Yeah. So now the last update is the Safer Seas. And there is a lot of, I don't want to say controversy behind this, but a lot of why are they doing it? Because, okay, so Rare has always said, like the developer of the game, they are never going to add a PvE server, like option. And they're doing that now. 
And um, I mean, never say never. <laughs> right. And I think there's there's a big reason for it. Um, and so let me kind of go over this real quick. So it's a private game session that you'll be able to play with your friends, play with alone or with your friends. Uh, so you can't be attacked by other players, obviously. Um, your rewards will be diminished compared to normal, like 70% less than what you'd get in a PvP. So, oh, dang. Yeah, so significant amount. Um, and I think with this is, and you can, oh, and then with the, you can't get Pirate Legend or anything like that. You have to, if you want to be a Pirate Legend, you have to go in PvP. And I think the big thing with this right now is there, like, I think their problem is, is they can't, they're struggling to bring in new players. Because when they bring in these new players, like they'll hop into a server that let's say there's like five pirate legends and all they want to do is just attack ships and stuff like that. And I'm like me, I was a little beginner on my little sloop and getting chased <laughs> by a giant galleon and like it's just there's it's you're no match for somebody like that. And so and a lot of experienced players, like for them to have fun nowadays is they just go spawn camp and kill new players rather than like doing missions and things like that. And I think there's just such a big skill gap from new players. And when a new player comes in, they're like, this is stupid. I keep getting like spawn camped and killed every like two minutes. I don't want to play this game anymore. So I think that's where they're going with this is like not so much to, I think it's a start for new players or kids that just want to play a pirate game or things that just want to be chill. Not so much always getting killed. If that makes sense. I just remember so many clips of you like just running around this ship with your head, like a, yeah, like with a like a chicken with your head cut off. Just your Adam's like running up to the to the cannon and he's like shooting cannons and then he's running his little character down into the, like the bottom of the ship and bailing water. And I was yeah, just like this is so chaotic, dude. Yeah, and then you were there. So the, there was when I was like. I was not that good. Like, I wasn't the worst player probably ever to play Sea of Thieves, but there was a point where I was playing, and it was um, it was like a duo uh, sloop. Like, they did really well together. But they just kept hitting me and, like, bombarding me. So, you know what I, I finally did is I, like, jumped off my ship. I pulled their anchor, let them kill me, and I spawned back on my ship. They chased me for an hour. <laughs> and like yeah i could have fought him but i would have lost like i had a good amount of loot and stuff like that and i was not capable of uh, like fending for myself against this sloop who was like destroying me yeah so like that's the thing that like turns new players off and like for a player base to grow and for this to continue to upgrade and update like you need the player base to grow too and not stagnant and or decline in their player base I think if they really want to increase the player base, they need to like, do you think it's a possibility to patch in some type of like very short single player campaign? Uh, I think that's, they have like something that's very short, like to kind of teach you the ways, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it gives you enough experience or exposure to like how online play actually is. And just like some of the tactics used to like, it doesn't teach you all like the the minute details of how to like fend for yourself against a four player galleon when you're just a solo sloop and yeah. i think that yeah you're playing against but some of the, like the the pve stuff is not easy either like there's like like um flameheart i don't think it's in the game anymore but he was a pirate like a ghost pirate that would spawn like 15 ships after you 
and you have to kill all those ships to like win that loot and stuff. So it's not easy PVE either, but when you get attacked by a PVP player and like you're still trying to fight this thing, it's, it's so chaotic and new players get overwhelmed. And I think this is a good step for new players. I think it's a good step. I think, um, I, I don't know if it's going to extend the player base as much as they might hope though. And my, my reasoning behind that is like, you know, I'm not a multiplayer person. I'm just not, yeah. you know, like I, when I'm, when I'm gaming, I just like want to game. I want to be in my own world. I'm a solo player. Like I want to be in my own experience. And I feel like there's a lot of players like that, that are very just, I, I almost say like, I'm an antisocial gamer. Like I kind of just want to be in my own world alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel like there's a lot of players like that. And then there's a lot of players that are on the other side, the complete opposite side of the fence where it's only multiplayer. They're only interested in playing multiplayer games. And I don't know if just making this a PVE only situation is going to be enough to pull like antisocial gamers like me into that world. Does that make sense? Um, I kind of disagree. I, I feel think... like it's, I feel like it's not enough. Like this isn't enough for me. That's why I well, asked about the single player campaign because it's like I mean, like I said, there's like there's a lot to play towards in Sea of Thieves, like all that stuff, like the leveling up, the cosmetics. But like I said, there is story to Sea of Thieves and different campaigns in terms of that seasonally. Like there's always like new like lore and stuff behind it. But in a in a in a specifically single player session like yeah how how far can i get in this game as if i never want to play with anyone ever how far could you get in terms yeah. of like how long could you play yeah like how many things are not available to me if i'm only playing with myself ever oh if you like, play the pve yeah like you said i can't be like a pirate legend like that my loot's that's like the only thing but the the pirate legend though that's gonna take you like days of playing like it's not like you can get it in 20 like it's gonna take a long time to get there like unless you're really grinding even online it's like it could take like a few weeks before you get it like i don't have it ah <sighs> uh, i mean there's I always know. something to work towards and see at these i think and just like uh, i don't know i don't know if i feel i just don't know if i'm feeling it i'd like i know well, you gonna... can't because you're on playstation so don't worry about it I just wow okay I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, saying it's gonna bring new people in. I just don't know how many new people are gonna get brought I in. I think it's gonna bring in old people too, old people that have been tired because that love the game but are just tired of getting destroyed by people. Yeah, and just want to have a good time because it's bringing me back. Because I I've always said yes, like like I don't all the cosmetic stuff is cool to me, but some days I just want to like chill out and like sail the seas and kill some pirate or like scully pirates and things like that. And just like explore without getting murdered when I'm a little baby sloop by myself. And I think that's <laughs> going to bring players like that back. But also like, I think their idea behind it, I, I agree with you. And like, I don't know how much of a player base they can bring back, but I think that it will bring some players back into the game to hopefully transition back to the player like the pvp once they get more experience on their bell and like an understanding of the game's like flow a little bit better so i i mean i think it is going to bring people back um mm -hmm. i just don't know how many again and i don't I, I think i'm i may be biased when we're talking about 
titles like this because I, like I said, I'm an antisocial gamer. I, if PvP off is an option, it's it's always off in my mm -hmm. game. There's nothing more annoying to me than when I'm trying to do something specifically and then just out of nowhere, it, like some random person just jumps in my game and it's like, oh great, now I have to fight this guy and it's like, yeah. it's like, dude, get out of my game, like just get out get of here. Out of like here. I want, like, I want nothing to do with you, bro. Just get out of here. It's so annoying. So and, and I, like. So the one thing is, is like the some of the community of Sea of Thieves is super toxic, like yeah. for, towards new players, like and like for somebody that's new, like I was in the same boat. Is like I'd get frustrated and I'd start like they're like, oh, just get good, just get good, and it's like I can't get good because like I'm being murdered ten times, and like the issue is it isn't being like my ship getting sunk. It's the players that would sit on your ship spawn camp you and not let your sink your ship sink and just keep killing you as you spawn and that's the issue it's not so much the pvp for me it's more so the toxic player that won't let you continue on they like almost force you to quit the game and load back in which is a huge hassle on its own so, wait how like, do they do that what's that how do they do that to make what, you quit yeah what, what is spawn camping they don't kill like, you so, okay yeah so like so the way it works is like if you have your ship if you die, you spawn back on your ship. Right. And so the other players, they sit on your ship and wait for you to come back and like keep killing you over and over, but they don't let your ship sink, and so they're just like spawn oh, camping you. Oh my god, that's so annoying, dude. See, that's the issue for new players. Like it, it's obviously it's not all the it's not always the case, but there's a lot of times when I'm like playing and this happens, and then there's there's also an issue with cheaters and uh, Sea of Thieves. So like, see, like that's like, and that's, that's why I think this PVE is going to be a good thing for players that just want to sail the seas and fight scullies and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like just just actually enjoy the game. Exactly. I exactly. see. That. And there's nothing worse in Sea of Thieves when you've been playing for like hours and hours to get a, a decent amount of loot. And then all of a sudden you get bombarded by some super experienced player that just makes you look like a fool and you lose everything. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I'm, don't I'm get glad. me wrong. I, I understand it's a pirate game, but sometimes it's like, I don't care. Like, no, that, yeah. sometimes you don't care. I mean, it's just like, you're, you're, you want to, you want a game to have fun. People forget sometimes like gaming is just supposed to be fun. You know what I mean? And it's not fun. Yeah. This is the number one reason why I don't play Call of Duty. Like, it's not fun. Like, I don't have yeah. fun. I, yeah, but, like, you have to understand where I'm coming from. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the get good situation, just like how you're, like, you know, how people are telling you to get good and see a thieves. And it's like, yeah. dude, you can't, like, I can't, I can't get yeah. good because you keep destroying everything. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like every time I load into a COD lobby, I go 10 and 30, and the people are just like, get good. And it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, tr I don't, I'm trying, dude. Like, I can't. You play this, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. You play this like 14 hours a day, dude. Like, I'm just right. a casual guy. Like, I can't get good at this. Yeah. And that's how yeah. I felt with Sea of Thieves. So, hopefully, this, I think this is a good update. A lot of people don't think so just because they're like, oh, they're going back on their word and all this, all that. But I just think the game's so old now. And kind of, we may talk about this in the Division 3 or Division. There's just such a skill gap between new players and like experienced players. And there's almost no catching up, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So. I mean, at some point you just you just and that's why i've passed on certain titles at some point you just feel like 
I'm I'm way too far behind. Like mm-hmm. people have been playing these games for so long that like for me to just jump in and try to get good and get up to their skill set, I mean they have like literal years of experience on me. Yep. And I'm just like I'm not even gonna bother. Like I, yep. I don't I don't even just I like I don't even have time to try. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I, again I'm super excited about this because I just want to sail the seas and um yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. The thing of, the thing about PvP is it should and I and I know I, everybody as soon as I say this it's going everybody's going to be like it's it's all it's all he talks about it's all he talks about but in Dark Souls when you get PvP'd <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's not the button I wanted I was going to turn the voice mod to mock you a little bit but that was good too <laughs> Okay but in Dark Souls when the PvP happens um a a, a a a pvp player will get sucked into your world and then once something happens either you kill that player or the player kills you the experience is over that that player is just just jacked from your mm-hmm. world and that's the end of it it's a one-time encounter and like there's no chance for them to just kind of sit there and just keep murdering you and like yeah. doing shady stuff and you're like I, I feel like PvP should always be like that. It should be it should be optional, number one. You should be able to turn it off. And if you do have it turned on, it should be an intermittent experience where somebody enters your game, some things happen, but there needs to be a trigger to get them away from you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it there has to be a trigger. If this would work amazing if like say you ran into this player. Say in Sea of Thieves, you run in you encounter a player, right? Yeah. So that it could like trigger it as like some type of battle the loser of that battle say like you get killed in this battle you should spawn in a different part of the map you, you know do I mean? if your ship is sunk if your ship's not sunk then you keep spawning on your ship no you should just oh just everything if you if you no, die don't you think I, no because there is a ch- like you do have a chance to defend your ship and like save the loot but it's like I said, those experienced players that that's the issue. Like I'm like, I was never like angry if like I'd get attacked and they're trying to sink my ship and steal the loot rather than kill me, stand on my ship and just keep killing me. That's where it gets. That's the, I don't like if that makes sense. And a lot of players don't like. Yeah. Whatever, I Dave. I think I it's rage. gonna be fun. I'm excited. So <laughs> I rage too much. I'm glad you're get. I'm glad you're getting it. I'll definitely check you out. Uh, playing it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that hopefully it does bring more people to the series because yeah. I I do think it's a good game. Mechanics wise, it looked great. Uh, visually, it looked great. And mm-hmm. being a pirate is super awesome. Like I had a good yeah. time watching you play it. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully these updates improve it just a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that said, we have a i almost said blind ranking but we have a pirate draft of fictional pirates i'm so excited for this like guys i yeah. love pirates i don't know if you know Arr, this i'm let i'm letting the uh cat out of the bag i'm a huge pirate nerd i don't know what it is i just love the idea of like sailing the seven seas mm-hmm. plundering for treasure and it is so cool okay all right let's... wait before we go before we go i have a question for you dave hit me what's a pirate's favorite letter Bar. No, it is the C. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if everybody knows this, but I think we just wrapped two dad jokes into one, which I'm super excited yeah. about. Yeah, I was way hoping to go. you'd say R because yeah. Well done. 
Well done. <laughs> All right, let's flip this coin. Wouldn't it be cool if I had like a pirate gold medallion for this? Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the worst podcast host. Yep. And it's I won you again. Yeah, yes. of course. Of course. All right. Okay. Pirate fictional pirate draft with the just first know, overall pick. Just know if you take my first pick, I'm quitting. I think I know who. Uh, maybe I don't know. My first overall pick in the pirate draft is Jack Sparrow. Let's go. Let's go. You did not take my pick. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. I don't know who you have above that, but that's crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Jack Sparrow is a great pick. Don't worry. Don't mm-hmm. worry. He was easily, easily number two on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my first overall pick, I am going to go with the one and only Captain Hook. Oh, that's a good let's, pick. Let's that's go. I love me some Captain Hook. Oh, he always loses. It's okay. It's all it's right. It's okay. All right. It's, it's okay. Specifically, uh, Dustin Hoffman's Hook, Cap- Captain Hook from Hook version. Okay. My, my favorite all-time uh, Captain Hook. Let's go. That's a good one. That is uh, a good one. He was on my list. Um, next, I have is Jim Hawkins from Treasure Island. Okay, well, I'm just going to roll right into my second one then, who is uh, Long John Silver. From Treasure ooh, Island. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I love me some Long John Silver. Nice. Specifically, and this is going to be kind of lame. Uh, some people might think this is kind of lame. Some people are going to be like, Dave, that's a deep cut, and I love you for that. Uh, specifically, the one and only Mr. Tim Curry uh, from Muppets Treasure Island. The best oh, rendition of Treasure Island gotcha. ever made. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next one um, is Davy Jones. From Pirates? Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. The little squid face one. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was what that that was back like when CGI wasn't like as kind of like commonplace as today. And yeah. I just remember yeah. seeing that being like, wow, they really did a great job on his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my that's cool pick. Okay. Uh ladies and gentlemen, number three, I am going deep, deep, deep to the well of pirates. And give me the one and only Mr. One-Eyed Willie from the Goonies. Mm, he was on my list, too. Dang it. Let's or like go. on my backup list. I like Let's it. Go. I like it. I know, I know he only appears in the movie as a skeleton, uh, but the lore around him is just amazing. I love the Goonies. It's a great movie. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking One-Eyed Willie. Let's go. All right. My third, fourth pick. My fourth pick is the Flying Dutchman from SpongeBob. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. Okay, uh, my number five pick, four. number four, my number four pick. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the Pirates of the Caribbean universe and snag one before you get them all. Uh, I'm gonna go with Captain Barbosa. Mm. I just I just. I just think he's such a great character. I he really yeah. he's he's such an amazing like. I think he's a very underrated character in the series. I know he's not like the nicest guy but i don't know i i, I always think he's funny and there's the, his like sporadic and like anger movements is mm-hmm. it, it's great i love it man these are some good pirates yeah these are good pirates my fifth over or my fifth pick is painty the pirate from spongebob as well <laughs> you got two pirates from spongebob yeah are you ready kids <laughs> oh yeah captain that's incredible oh who lives in a pine okay i'm done <laughs> Well, not again. Yeah, thanks for the song that will be in my head the rest of the night. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with my last pick, um, 
I don't know if I can have this one. I'm going to throw, but we're going to, we might need to consult the judges on this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Um, can I have Han Solo? He's a space pirate. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'll allow You're it. You okay with it? You okay yeah, with it? I was going right. to put Yondu in there from Marvel, but I decided not to. Okay, I'm going to go Han Solo. Han Solo Han is a space fair. pirate. Fair game. Um, and then as my backup, if if in the in the comments people think that that's a cheater pick, I'm going to take Mr. Edward uh, Kenway from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I know Black Flag isn't the greatest game, but I still think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm there with you. That was a good draft. That was some good that, pirates. That was a good draft. I'm actually not sure who who won that one. Guys, let us know in the comments down yeah. below who won that one. I'm actually not sure. I don't know. We'll find I'm, out soon, won't we? I'm gonna All say. Right. I'm gonna say. Just, just say me, guys. Just say me, just guys. Say, just say Dave. Just, just say Dave. me. I don't win very often. Just let me have this one, guys. <laughs> you won the uh, the monster draft because I didn't pick the right monsters. But whatever. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go forward from there. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. Division three has been announced, Dave. How Division excited are you? Three. I am ecstatic ecstatic there's no trailers oh we haven't had a trailer for the first game either no trailers yet mostly because this game is literally still trying to pick the same team like the new team to back it and kind of develop the game yes um, just want to talk about it just because it's it's one of my favorite franchises right now and um kind of i want to go into what we kind of talked about before i love the division two and i put so many hours into it you but did. I never reached the full capabilities of like the max level and anything like that because there was so much of a skill gap, a time gap. And so I just never reached that. And so this, I'm super excited with the Division 3 because I'm going to start from day one. <laughs> and I, I will hope, I'll probably get tired of it at some point, but I hope to put just as many hours, not if not even more, into the Division 3 than I did Division 2. And... I'm just super excited about it because this was just announced on Twitter on Massive uh, Entertainment's like a, a a game developer of Ubisoft yep, and our game producer. And there's a lot of good things coming with this as well. So Julian Garrity is the appointed executive producer of For the Division brand in general. Yep. Um, he was the creative director or he is the creative director of Star Wars Outlaws. So I'm guessing when he finishes that is when he's going to really put all his time into Division Three and other things like that. Yeah, and he had a big hand in Division One, right? And Division then kind of Division Two. Division Two. I think in Division in general, he has. He's he was the associate associate creative director of Division. Um, so that's super cool. Yeah. So they they brought back somebody who who really knows the series and kind of crafted yeah. it into what it was. So that yep. that's very cool. I always love when they do that. Yeah, and then, um, so he's piecing together the team of Division 3, and one thing that I thought was really cool that is really a good sign for the Division in general is Ubisoft is planning to make the Division, like, a core pillar of, like, their game, so kind of, like, Rainbow Six Siege and some of those, uh, like, Assassin's Creed and, like, those kind of games, and I think that that's super cool to me because, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Division. And for them to say that and come out and be like, yeah, this is Division is our focus, that IP. And you can kind of see that with the other projects they have, like Division Heartland. They have uh, Division Resurgence, which is like oh, the mobile version, but it's like a full game on the, like, it's Division on your phone. So, yeah. um, I was and, honestly, I was kind of waiting for them to make this move, to be honest. Yeah. 
Um, because we talk about it all the time. Um, Ubisoft is not like Ubisoft. Number one is is an amazing studio. They pumped out a bunch of amazing titles that I have loved playing throughout the years. The one thing that they can't ever seem to really nail down is like a really good shooting mechanic. And we mm-hmm. talked about it all the time. Division was kind of like, okay, like, wow, they finally figured it out. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was kind of waiting for Ubisoft to be like, okay, like this is our, sh- this is our pillar focus shooting game um, mm-hmm. and, and go all in on it. So I'm, so I'm excited that they actually kind of like put their chips on the table and like, yeah, all right, we're going all in on this. I think they have to, to be honest, just kind of where they are in terms of their other IPs and things like that. They're starting to dive into IPs that like aren't their creation. So like Outlaws and Avatar. So I think it's like, yes, we're going to nail these. Hopefully they nail these games. Um, and like, and then we're going back to what we know best with our own IPs and like really deliver something that the fans want. Because um, this has been rumored for a very long time that, and some people are starting to be skeptical of whether or not we were going to get a division three. And because right. Uh, division two had over like has 40 million accounts, like players that have played the game. No. Oh, wow. And so, so to leave a player base, like I don't want to say empty handed, but like lackluster updates and things like that. That's kind of where the fan base is starting to decline or the, the player base, not fan base. Cause like you can be a fan if you don't play it anymore. So the player base is like declining and so I think they're like, oh, we're going to lose such a great franchise if we don't say something soon. And so I think that's why they announced it so early that it's coming, because if they didn't, I think they're just going to see that player base continue to decline and not, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to come back if that, you know what I mean? What I'm trying to oh, go with yeah. that. Yeah, so. no, I, under, I understand completely. I think what you you were kind of talking about is like, you know, those those players specifically, and a lot of them have said that before this announcement they were literally just like left in the dust like there's mm-hmm. there was like no word of like any updates or like people were people were just assuming that like division was dead you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. like to, to get this announcement uh i definitely i honestly think they should have been doing it sooner but yeah i mean and that's soon, not to say this like, game isn't better coming late out. than never right right and that's not to say this game isn't coming or like that that this game is gonna be here next year like i doubt that especially because they're still like trying to create the team i would say like three four years like this game will come out Hmm, i mean i i would say that they they've kind of opened the window and i say this all the time when they open the window you can usually expect it within two years yeah i i also want to say this one's different because they they're so because they still have a lot of updates coming for division two if that makes sense, like they have a year, I think it's year six now. And like, and that goes through next, like May or like even far, and it goes a lot farther into next year. I don't know the specific dates. I, I, I mean, and they have a big DLC coming out with it and they have to still finish division heartland, the resurgence. I just think there's too many other projects and this is just so early on in development that it's not coming for a, f- a few years. I, I mean, I hold, I hold true. I mean, I, I feel like they open the window. You should be, it should be within two years um, or that they might lose a little bit of interest, but yeah, I can see where you're coming from. There is a lot of stuff or maybe you're a hundred percent right. And this game is super far out. It's just, they're doing the, maybe an earlier reveal than they would have just to try to re-spark some interest in division two mm-hmm. and get, and get these upcoming projects a little bit yep. more like legs underneath them. 
Yep. And kind of going with that with Sea of Thieves, I re up or like I made sure my game was updated because I was gonna go back and play it here. Soon, so. <laughs> um, I will say like another thing with Ubisoft is they ha- they do all these things, but like they announce all these things, they put all these things in production. A lot of times they get delayed a lot, and oh, so yeah. so yeah. like even with like X Defiant, that was supposed to be out in the middle of summer, and now they're saying mid October. But that was more so like a. Um, like they filed for the paperwork to put it on the market and it's just like that just took extra time. So they're struggling with that. But I just think knowing division or that division Ubisoft in general, it's just going to be a lot of time and delays more than anything. Not so much. Yeah. They may want it in a couple of years, but it's a matter of whether or not it's going to get delayed a bunch. So, I mean, you know, I, I opened this off by saying that, you know, I, I'm a fan of Ubisoft. I, I they yeah. put out a great, a bunch of great titles that I've played throughout my entire gaming mm-hmm. career. Um, but if, I, if I'm going to be really, really honest, and I'm probably going to catch some heat in this in the comments, if I'm going to be super, super honest, they have really lived off of Assassin's Creed and Star Wars for way too long now. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just Assassin's Creed and Star Wars is really what they've been focusing on, and everything else that they've done has kind of been thrown to the wayside. And I yeah. think at this point like you're becoming a very much a one-trick pony like i'm just Mm -hmm. assuming that another assassin's creed is going to be coming out you know at at, at, like every year an assassin's creed is coming out like every year i'm going to get like some type of star wars thing and like that's going to be it from ubisoft so i'm excited that they're they're putting more effort into other franchises and i feel i honestly feel like they should have been doing this way longer like wait right. like they started they should have started doing this so much longer ago. I will say there was like concern of Ubisoft in general. I would say that concerns kind of decreased with some of the announcements that they've had versus cuz they were they were on the verge of bankruptcy not yes. too long ago. And yeah, so that's I what think, I'm saying. Like they should yeah. have done this so much earlier. Yeah. And I yeah. think a lot of this like the Star Wars and the Avatar I think that saved them, to be honest. Like, to at least save them, oh, yeah. and now they can, like, okay, we're going to provide everybody with great content because the Crew Motor Fest was good. I think it was really good. Like, it was such a fun game. Like, I've, I'm enjoying the crap out of that. And just, like, in general, some of these titles that they're releasing, it's like Star Wars and Avatar saved them, and now they're like, we have to get back to what we know best and what we know we can do with the Division and assassin's creed because a lot of people are excited about assassin's creed mirage because it's uh, going back to their roots and what they know and i think that's where ubisoft is going and that's it's a good sign for me yeah it's a good sign because i mean i i feel like some studios do this a lot where they're putting all their eggs in one basket um and uh, i mean it's a great strategy i mean focus on on what works focus on your best sellers um mm-hmm you know pound the message on your on your on your core stuff but like especially with a with a title like assassin's creed and again i'm probably gonna get some heat for this (laughs) in the comments it's like how like how many is too many you know what i mean like how many assassins because here here's like the the player base of assassin's creed assassin's creed came out nobody knew about it um it was a great game then we got two then we got three then we got four like it's kind of hitting the height and then like now now it's like assassin's creed nine ten like it's just it's yeah, people are losing yeah like people are losing interest you know what i mean so yep i don't know you gotta you gotta double down you gotta, you gotta focus on your main on your bread and butter but you also gotta give like 
a little spice you know what i mean like it, give, yeah. give a little taste of something else and i'm, gl- I'm glad that they're doing it me too and so kind of want to go into it a little bit so people have been talking about where they'd like to see like the setting of the game um a big one is chicago like people would love to see the division three in chicago why specifically think, chicago i don't know i think it's probably because it's i don't know it's just there's I don't know, like people love chicago there's like some gaming community in chicago that's like let's start a petition to have the game done here yeah and i honestly hope not i think it'd be cool so like we have like we had new york we had dc um and the division heartlands in the midwest somewhere i think it'd be so cool to like put it overseas like like in london or somewhere like that because like they're going through the same kind of pandemic or the West Coast. West Coast would be cool. I was going to say there's, in my mind, there's only one place to do it, and that's California. They, yeah. they got I feel like they got to put it in a West San Coast Francisco setting. San Francisco or L.A. would be sweet. Yeah, like an L.A. would be sweet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I hope for one of those two, like California or Europe. I think that'd be cool. Or like even going like, have it like, uh, no, I was going to say like a cartel-based thing in like Mexico, but... Um, the ghost recon kind of already does that with like bolivia and stuff like that so never mind that wouldn't work yeah. how about australia just throw it in australia mm. i'm just kidding i don't want to <laughs> i feel like antarctica, they're gonna... we're gonna throw division three in antarctica yeah that would actually be kind of cool <laughs> yeah that would actually be kind of sick yeah I, I do love me some like snow game. I, th- I feel like for a first person shooter though, like uh, any type of competitive first person shooter too, like um like a snow environment would just be brutal. People would hate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, we're this is very 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 early on in the process of Division Three, but I saw it. I was excited about it. There's not much else aside from <laughs> that they said they're gonna make this game, but. Uh, I'm super excited about this. So I actually have a question for you, and I think it might be something that would uh, pertain to some fellow Division players. Yeah. Um, what do you want to see in the new Division Three? Like, what cha- what changes do you want from Division Two to Three, or like maybe some things that are not in Division Two that you hope they add for Division Three? Some things that you're not a fan of, you hope they take away. Mm-hmm. What is the perfect? What is Adam's perfect Division Three? Okay, perfect Division 3. It's almost hard to say because there's so much intricacies to the game. However, one thing I wish as a like a a late like newcomer to the game, I wish that there would have been like a way to So, the way it works in Division, you have to level up. But the way you level up is you start at 0 and to get like all the full capabilities and of like your character and stuff you have to get up to a thousand, like a thousand in terms of level. Like, like a rank, a thousand? Yes. And then you keep going after that, but after a thousand, nothing really matters. It's just the number. Yeah. And so I thought it would be cool if there'd be a way to, like, after you buy this DLC. So you, there's a DLC that's called Warlords of New York. Yeah, it bumps you up to 30, but 30, it's like out of, out a, of thousand, a thousand. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I think they. For a new player base, they should have a DLC that you have the option whether or not to start at zero or like 500. I think that'd be a good addition. And like, yeah, it's like almost like a pay to win, but at the same time, you have the like you have the decision to go from zero to 30, like from a click of a button right now. So I, I just feel like 30 is just like a very minute number. Give us some context. Like, what is your division two number? 
My division two right now is um twenty four. No, two hundred and forty. Two hundred and forty. And how many? Like how many hours do you think ballpark do you have in division? <sighs> I can tell you actually. I'll pull it up right now. A lot is what I'm saying. A, a lot. lot, a lot. So you you feel like it's kind of hard to level up. Oh, it's not hard to level up. It's just more of a time thing. You have to have so much time to do this. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious to know about how many hours you have in Division Two. I have on the Let- computer. I have. Uh, of course, it's not going to tell me. Because uh, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll ballpark you at like 250. So out of a thousand, you're 25 percent of the way there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't show me on here. On I just know it's a lot of hours. So over a hundred. <laughs> Yeah, oh, easily over 100. Easily over 100. Um, oh, man, why doesn't it say? It we'll, say. We'll, dro- we'll, we'll drop it down in the comments. Once Adam finds it, we'll drop it down yeah. in the comments. But so that, I had like, over 13 days on the Xbox. Oh, my God. And I have, I think, I want to say at least like 10 days on the PC. That's almost a month, dude. Yeah. And you're 25% of the way? Um, so, I mean, if you want to add the two, I'm at like 400. Because like, I halfway. played on the Xbox. Yeah, I'm not even halfway. <sighs> Great, yeah, that's probably, got... It could be like a skill thing, and I didn't know the right methods of leveling up fast. But I, I played the game to have fun. And yeah, I want to level up, but it's like, it's a lot of hours. So that's one thing I'd like to see change. Um, obviously, you won't have to worry about it when the game first comes out. But for like new players trying to level up and like be competitive with everybody it's like eh, that sucks but yeah so that's one thing um this is this is a, they've always there's a big complaint of this and like the division like servers just can't handle it um you only have a loot space of 150 items on your person and then it's like only 500 in like the loot like in the storage and it's like 150 like i get that almost in like two missions and so like <laughs> That's so what, frustrating. Tell them what you did. Tell them what you did when I watched you play. Oh, where I just started deleting stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Adam, started... And so Adam was playing and somebody told him to uh, just to clean out his inventory. So he just started selling things off. And what you sold off some like super rare yeah, thing I that mean, you couldn't get back. Yeah, I sold off. Uh, it was like the the sniper like the christmas sniper <laughs> it was like it wasn't super rare but i was like oh man i wanted that and i was pretty disappointed like i was not looking i was spamming like sell 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 yeah so, like, like that's a server thing um and like a loophole with it is like you can transfer items between characters like you have more than one characters but that's just a hassle like just, just add more space yeah. um I think I'm trying to think of anything else. Honestly, the game plays very well. Like the sound design, the cosmetics, like all that's super fun to me. Um, I don't know. I other than that, I don't think I have much of like what the division needs to be fixed. You guys heard it first on Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. Division is perfect. Uh, just That's if anybody, not true. That's if not true. anybody from Ubisoft is watching, uh, just don't make the leveling system so hard and give us some more space, bro. Like really? Yeah, that's all yeah. we need. That's, that's all, all we need. need. That's all we need. I'm glad you like the game, man. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you're super excited for it. Um, Even though it's a few years, it should be a little bit down the road, but yeah. um, 
But yeah, they're just getting any type of word on it is super cool because like we talked about, fans were kind of just left in the dust, not really knowing uh, what was going to happen. So as of right now, guys, it is official. Division 3 uh, is officially in the works. No release date yet, but we do have some type of movement, which is more than we've had in years. And this is a game out. I will do my best to keep everybody updated. So every time this, you guys are gonna get tired of the division. Like Adam, we've talked about the division three 50 times. I was like, I don't care. It's one of my favorite games. So. <laughs> We're going to be talking topics next week. And Adam's going to be like, there's new stuff on division. We got yeah. to do it again. <laughs> there's one screenshot, just having the division three logo and that's it. So <laughs> they've released the new logo. We have to look at it and dissect yeah, it and see if we can find you. any clues. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the next game on the list I am super excited about, and we are, of <laughs> course, talking about Blade Runner 2033 Labyrinth. Adam, are you excited about this game at all? I I don't know what it is, and I think you're going to be able to explain it a little bit more than me. So I actually watched... We watched? We watched? <laughs> I watched uh, a bit of the first one today, actually, before yeah. I had to leave my house and whatever. When and you talk about the first one, you're talking about the original. 1981, yeah, yeah. Yep, okay, okay. Yep, yep. And, and so, your thoughts? I thought it was pretty interesting. Like I said, I, I didn't get to watch the full thing, but just like the idea of like what's going on, like with the, the replicants and like trying to figure out if they're human or not. Yeah. And then like, some of the replicants are like actually like have memories and stuff now. It was pretty intense. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So like, and yeah. especially for a 1981 film. I mean, when that came out, there was like nothing like it um, at the time. So like, mm -hmm. guys, if you don't know anything about Blade Runner, what we're kind of talking about is um, Blade Runner was a movie originally came out uh, in 1982, I believe. Um, yeah, 8182, something like 81, that. 8182. It's a sci-fi movie directed by Ridley Scott, who, of course, did Aliens. Um, it stars Harrison Ford. And the basic premise is it's set in this dystopian L.A., um, which in the movie is the future, but it's yeah, actually 2019. 2019 so I, I had a comment on that. I was like, that's so funny how they depicted Los Angeles to be in 2019. So do you love that? Imagine if it did. Imagine yeah. if that's what the world was. Right. I remember being a kid and being like, oh my God. And like you're watching back to the future. And I, and I was like, oh my God, in 2018, we're going to have hoverboards. It's going to be so sick. Yeah, <laughs> but, we don't, no. Like we kind of have hoverboards, but it's like just a wheel yeah it's, a giant it, wheel. It, it's it's a hoverboard kind of but yeah. um but yeah it's funny so it's set in a dystopian la which um you know in, in the movie is the future it's 2019 um and basically the plot of the movie is that this corporation has um created synthetic humans essentially mm -hmm. they're kind of like robots but there's a little bit of other types of things but i we won't go into that um and basically they're they're known as replicants and the replicants their whole job uh is they're in charge of space colonization so they're they're colonizing places in space um and in the movie there is a few replicants that end up kind of going rogue and like getting like um like a set almost like a detroit human like they they're yeah they're kind of moving off of their programmable things and starting to think for themselves and they end up going rogue. Uh, so they leave the colonies, come back to earth. Uh, and when they come back to earth, they obviously start causing some trouble and it's Harrison Ford's job, who is a detective at the time uh, to kind of hunt them down. So that that's what the whole movie is about. Um, but I really, really, really love the movie. And there's a couple of reasons why 
if you go back to that time period in 1981, um, I always kind of thought that Blade Runner was kind of the birth of like the cyberpunk kind of yeah. genre. Yeah. It, yeah. So like if you guys look at the setting of this, there's like that cyberpunk idea was never really an idea until Blade <laughs> Runner kind of made it a thing. And it's this very dark, but like very dark, very moody, very like run down but also like very neon and bright and like like that whole like tron style of yeah. of like film like it, it it never existed until then um and i always thought that blade runner was kind of like the first the first ones to kind of introduce that um it's got an amazing score it's got a cult following people absolutely love it um and they did end up coming out with a sequel a lot like the uh dark um or um dumb and dumber they came out with a sequel like 30 years later it stars yeah. uh, ryan reynolds but they did bring harrison ford back um and i really like that movie i thought that was a great movie so movie wise it's actually really really good and the movie was so good that in 1997 they actually came out with a pc game of this movie um it's a point and click adventure game it was <laughs> so loved by people that it ended up getting like a 2020 remaster um did it really yeah, it got a, tw a 2020 remaster, which is pretty cool for, especially for like a 1997 point and click game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoy the franchise. If you guys have not seen either the original Blade Runner or the um, the sequel, which is Blade Runner 2049. 49. Yeah, 2049. Yep. Go check those out. But anyway, we're here to talk about a game, and now <laughs> I think we can roll the trailer now that people have like a good idea of what Blade Runner is. Yeah. Um, because this will be the first game we talked about. It, it got a 1997 game, which was a PC uh, point-and-click adventure, but this will be the first Blade Runner game in like 25, 25 years, years yeah. that actually comes out on like a next-gen console. I'm yeah. super excited for it. So if you guys are just uh, listening on the Spotify, basically right now what we're looking at is this very, um, very dark cyberpunk kind of look, right? And we're getting a look yeah. at what I presume is going to be the main character. And yep. the main character, he says something about losing his job, but now they need him back. And we can explain that in a second. And I like this shot right here. So this shot right here, um, is very important. That shot right there is very important where that chick is working with the dial. So we'll jump back mm -hmm. to that in a second. Graphics-wise, I think it looks amazing too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying with this like um with this like look though? Definitely. Like the the dark like blue, like blue hue, dark contrast, bright yeah, that... neons. Yep. That seems the... very important too. The blue yellow that a lot of yeah. films use. Yeah. Yeah, the blue yellow film grain. Yeah. So yeah, guys, if you guys were just listening on the Spotify, they close that trailer out um with a shot of a I believe it's a coyote. Um, and the coyote has these like glowing eyes. So I think that that's very, very, very cool. So like we talked about, we we get a shot at the main character, and in mm -hmm. the game, um, he says um you know he just lost his job but they want him back and i think that's important because it's going to set up what i believe is going to happen in this game so mm -hmm. this game it takes place in 2033 which is kind of a key spot in the blade runner timeline um yep. there's a few key spots one is the original um the original which is 2019 and then obviously the follow-up which is in 2049 so this is directly in the middle um, mm -hmm. And what this game should be following is 
a in 2021 they also did this anime a blade runner anime and i believe this game is following the anime and in the anime what happens um is that a massive blackout hits the city uh and this city kind of wipes away a bunch of data from the replicants it wipes out a bunch of data from the actual human citizens it puts the humans in darkness for days um and this should be taking place directly after the events of that and i think it's very 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 important that the 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 trailer itself kind of says there's this quote in the trailer right that says what does a blade runner do uh when there's no replicants left to hunt and i think that's a red herring do you think it's a red herring i think it could be i think i think it could be a red herring so basically what happens after um the blackout is this prohibition period where it is now illegal to make any any replicants right yep yeah so it's illegal to make the replicants they're trying to do away with them get them out of the community and Mm. what i'm thinking here is that a few of them have slipped through the cracks and that is going to set up like the entire storyline and i think it's going to be i think it's going to be so cool Mm-hmm. i agree i i didn't think it like that yeah i was like oh you're just gonna do you think it's gonna play kind of like detroit uh what's i can't but, remember the name of it detroit, detroit become human yeah yeah so i do like, i i i do really think it's gonna play a lot like like a detroit become human game and this is gonna be um i think that this is gonna be very much not a crazy action game is like mm-hmm. there will be action but it, I, th- yeah. I think it's going to play a lot like detroit become human um where you're 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 making choices like you're scanning scanning areas looking for clues very much more of like a detective based game than it would be just like a kind of resident evil shooter you know what I right. mean? yeah so i'm super excited for that because i really love this genre and i really mm-hmm. love games like that I, I I think it's going to be like that. I don't want to like I'm almost nervous throwing it out there saying like it's not going to be super intense on the combat. But I really, really, really do feel that it's going to be much more of a story driven single player experience. That's going to be something that's not casual. It's going to be something that holds your attention, but not something super intense where you can really invest yourself in the story and just um like like really focus on having a good time with the gameplay instead of just like ridiculously crazy button mashing and i love that type of stuff yeah and kind of looking at so i'm like on steam right now looking at the description of the game and the genre that they put it in they don't put it in action adventure they just have it straight as adventure yeah and some of their other titles astray so that cat game where it's an adventure game you know and there's no combat in that and like i don't know a lot of these other ones but um they all look like they're just more of that story kind of pushing forward in the storyline uh, and things like that. And then, although there is one I have like 12 minutes. I don't know if you've heard of that game. I have, yeah. Yeah, that's another one where it's not action. It's just trying to like detective work and Outer Wilds is another one. So a lot of those kind of detective like story trying to find clues and things like that. So I think that's definitely where this game's going to go. Yeah, and I, I'm excited for that. I mean, Detroit Human, it, it be, it, we talk about it all the time like maybe it's not everybody's cup of tea but for me i actually really like games like that like i was a huge fan of heavy rain i put it on my sleepers list like i, I really love that type of genre where it's like 
you really are just kind of playing like a very great movie you know what i mean it's like it's like you're interacting with a really great movie and i really love like being able to sink myself into the world and feel like i'm actually like I'm I'm actually doing things in the quote unquote movie that are making a difference and affecting the right. outcome, and I, I I really I really really enjoy that, and then put that in the Blade Runner setting, which is the cyberpunk, like you know I'm all about that, like the neon, yeah, yeah. like look, look look around like the neon retro, <laughs> yeah. like yeah everything is, I'm just puking RPGs RGBs everywhere, <laughs> so like you know I love the cyberpunk feel, but um I think it's gonna be a really cool game and. I don't know. I think it should be on people's radar because this game was announced um, a, a little while ago, and there hasn't an- again like most of the titles that we talked about today. There really isn't a definitive uh, release date, um, mm-hmm. but I do feel like an actual release date is coming pretty soon. So maybe just yeah. a game to get on your on your radar. I would agree. And uh, kind of going off of it a little bit. Um, oh, wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, for if anybody wants to know the. Um, production is being done by Anna Perna Interactive. Yep, yep. And it's their first in-house production. So I think that's kind of cool and something to keep note of. Yeah, and they did just work on Stray, like Adam said, and it, everybody knows that Stray was, you know, it was it was a really cool game. Um, yeah, so definitely I'm, very cool. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a cool idea, and I hope they bring that, like, that kind of, you know, thought process into this Blade Runner yep. kind of world. And it, like we talked about, there are some important scenes in the, in the, um, in the trailer. So again, if you guys uh, were just listening on Spotify, we talked about how they ended the trailer with the look of that, um, a, what people believe is a coyote. And when it turns mm-hmm. its head towards you, the eyes glow. So um, with these replicants, they didn't limit it to just humans. They made made animal replicants too. And the idea behind it is that people believe that some of these animal replicants may have slipped through the cracks when they were getting rid of all the replicants. And how cool would it be if you had like this replicant coyote companion to like come with the other yeah yeah to like come with you like be your like be your like partner in it and like you could send the coyote like you know like to attack or like to sniff out clues and stuff like that would be so sick i hope they do that and i feel i feel like it's definitely a possibility um they might have just thrown it in the trailer just to like have something cool in the trailer but i feel like they held on it for a very long time like i mm-hmm. feel like they've held up they held on the on the scene long enough that it should be like an actual part of the gameplay so i think that's pretty cool if you get a coyote companion i'm down you're uh, down that's all you need I'm, for dave a co- that's coyote companion all pet. i need is a four-legged friend to accompany me on this journey <laughs> and it will be the greatest game ever made that's um, awesome yeah it should be sick and um we also did see in the trailer we saw the memory orbs so there's mm-hmm. a, a scene in the trailer uh these memory orbs basically what they are is they hold memories um so i'm thinking it might be also kind of an assassin's creed style thing where like you can jump back into memories and replay these moments in these orbs and like try to figure out clues from things that happened in the past, yeah. which I think will be really, and like really cyberpunk. Yeah. You can do that and in like, too. yeah, you could do that in cyberpunk too. So like being able to jump back into the memories would be super cool. And like trying to piece together things from the past um, and, and figure out how it works into like modern day stuff. Um, mm-hmm could be very very cool so i'm excited for this game again there's no release date just yet 
uh we'll keep you updated on that but definitely i think a game to put on the radar i agree definitely one that i'm going to put on my radar too with yeah. the thousands of other games that i put with on the my radar. thousands upon thousands of other games but yeah, yeah. Guys, it should be really cool. If you haven't checked out the trailer, check out the trailer. If you haven't seen the first movie, uh, the 1981 movie, check out the 1981 movie. It still holds up. It's a, it's a, it's a great movie. And the 2049 movie with uh, Ryan Gosling is a great movie too. Um, and yeah, but is it Ryan this one, Gosling or Reynolds? No, Ryan Gosling. Okay, you said Ryan Reynolds earlier, so I, I sure. apologize. It <laughs> is not Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry, Ryan Reynolds. You are not in that movie. <laughs> You're in a lot of other movies, but that is not one. <laughs> You're in a lot of other movies. It's not that one. But I'm That's sorry. Yeah, the, the 2049. Um, I'm sorry. But people are going to comment on that. I, I know they're <laughs> going to comment on that. It is Ryan Gosling, not Ryan Reynolds. But gotcha. great, uh, great movies. And just, um, yeah, just an, it should be an amazing game. It looks visually just stunning. And I, I'm super excited for it. So put it on your radar. It should be good. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if it sucks and I recommended it, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it won't suck it'll be good i think it'll be good yeah but with that being said this is a game that comes from a movie franchise adam let's do a blind ranking do you know of what uh movies that became video games movies that became video games of course let's go yeah. okay and i am going to give you the honors today so go ahead I, I put this as a draft, but uh, I think it's going to work. I hope you played some of these. I doubt you played any of them, but we'll go from there. We're going to go from there. I yeah. will be honest and say if I have played it or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your <laughs> first option, uh, the movie turned into video game is Shrek. <laughs> I have played it. <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. Um. Oh, boy. This is going to be tough. I feel like this is going to be tough because I'm doing your list now. I'm yeah. going to put Shrek at a three. I'm putting Shrek, I'm putting Shrek at a three. I played it. I think it was a good game. It wasn't a great game, but it held true to the franchise, and it was funny. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it at a three. Yeah, Lots of good. fun mini games and random things about it. So Yeah, there, it, yeah. It, was, it wasn't it was a ridiculous game, but I think it did good for the franchise. Putting it um, at a three. Okay, this there's no specific game with this one, but I mean, I guess I could tag a specific game, but um, just the franchise in general because there's been so much. Jurassic Park. <laughs> if you really want me to narrow it down, it'd be like Jurassic no. Park Evolution or anything like that. Oh God. Um. Oh, I'm gonna use the five hole. I'm putting Jurassic Park at a five. Oh, I am. I am. I love Jurassic Park, but I'm and I'm. You guys know I'm an old school gamer. I'm. I'm. I go all the way back to the Super Nintendo era. Um, they just never like. They never put out a Jurassic Park game where I was just like, yes, this is Jurassic Park. You know what I mean? There's something wrong yeah. with like every single one I played. So I'm putting it at a five. Okay, Jurassic Park at a five. Your next option or next choice is the Incredible Hulk. I hate to do it. I'm going to put it at a two. I actually didn't think it was a bad game. I thought it was a great game. Yeah, I thought I didn't think it was a bad game. It gets a bad. I don't know. Why does it get a bad rap? I don't think it does. I think you're thinking it does. I've never heard negative things about the Hulk game. No? No, I Maybe because I, I was a kid when I played it, but I thought that game gets a bad rap. I'm putting it huh. at two though. I really like that game. I think I thought it was great. I gotcha. Well, yeah. your next one is SpongeBob the movie. Never played it. 
Never played it. I got ah. put under four. I never played it. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was just like the movie and like different scenes in there and things like that. I love that one. SpongeBob like the- fans, SpongeBob fans are gonna be throwing a mutiny right now. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I never played it. I talked a lot about the the uh, the SpongeBob today. Okay, your next option. Oh wait, your last option, right? My last. This has oh. to be number one, so it has oh, to be a yeah. banger. Your number one is Cars. Let's go, actually. That is a, I, I don't care what anybody says. That is one of the most fun racing games I've ever played. I like Cars. I thought that was a great game. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, I thought it was so good compared to, like, or, like, I thought it did really well, like you said, to that staying true to what, like, Radiator Springs was because it's, like, open world yeah. and things like that. It was fun. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm totally fine with that. Cars number one. Let's go. Cool. And cool. we did the entire blind ranking, and there was only one game on the list that I haven't played, so I'm super yeah, excited about that. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Your list is going to suck. Because <laughs> I have probably no idea. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go based off movies for me if I haven't played it. <laughs> okay. Ad, Adam, Adam's first pick. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to dirt you too bad. First pick, uh, Amazing Spider-Man for the PS3. Ooh, like based off of the one with uh, Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Uh, a five. You that w- one was so bad. It was so choppy. Are you Wait, are we talking to the same one? Andrew Garfield one. Yeah, Andrew Garfield oh, yeah, for five, PS3. Five, five. You it was take on PS4 that. as well. You take that back no, right five. now. You no, take that so back bad. right now. It was now, so sir. bad. Compared Andrew- to what we have nowadays, it's a five. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. No, he's a great <laughs> Spider-Man, but the, the game was awful. He had, I played it, it on he, PS4. That makes me sad. All right, you used your five hole already. Now I'm just going to give you a it. bunch of garbage. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, Adam's second pick. Uh, um, you know you know, this has to be part of the list. A little Goldeneye 007. Oh, number, uh, did you give me anything better? I feel like I have to put it at one, so I'm going did, to. Did I dirt you today? I don't care. We're going. You're, you're putting it at one? One. Yeah, putting it at one? Okay. All right. Uh, your second choice, a little saw on the PS3. Um, Four. I've never played them. Never played it? No. That's such a good game. Is it? <sighs> it's it's really a good game. Yeah, okay. it's really, really a good game. You should play that one. Okay. Uh, next choice, we are going with The Matrix on PS2. I have to put it at three. I never played. Never played that either. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, Adam's second choice. I know you played this one because you play them all. Uh Adam's second overall choice is Lego Indiana Jones. You never played Lego Indiana Dude. Jones? I mean, I have to put it at two. You never played Lego Indiana Jones? That's not a franchise I'm super into. Oh, no, dude. I don't think I've ever actually seen Indiana Jones fully through either. Like, any of them. Any of them. Any of them. The podcast is canceled, guys, for the for <laughs> next week. Adam will be just watching uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and, actually, uh, pl- I ha- and playing Lego. I have to travel Lego. for work this next weekend, so <laughs> I could watch all the Indiana Jones. I could download the game, all of it. So. Not good, bro. Not good. You can't okay. put it out there. You've never seen any of the Indiana Jones I movies. I did. I'm going to get oh, roasted. No, you're going to get roasted for sure. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think you won the draft mostly because you played all the games and I hadn't played any of them. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I, I'm going to take the win. I'm going to take the free win. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our last topic, Adam, 
Are you excited for this topic? Um, I didn't know much about this game. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Is that the name of it? Did I say that, that right? is indeed. I don't know much about the Grand Blue uh, franchise in general. But what was cool. going through your head when I was like, we should do this game? What was going through my head? I was like, that's honestly kind of not like Dave's games either. Like yeah. the games that you like. And I was like, wait a minute. And then they're like, so I watched like about the video about the game. A lot of the games that they have are on the mobile device, like on the phone. And mm-hmm. so I was like, wait, Dave wants to talk about this game. I'm a little confused. Like otherwise I could see why you want to talk about it. Visually, the game looks really cool. Yeah. I think it looks really, really cool. So yeah, guys, yeah. we're talking about uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Uh, this game does actually have a release date. It will be out February 1st, mm-hmm. um, 2024, of course. And yeah, like Adam said, this is from a developer. This first game came out in 2014, and it was mobile. Yeah, It came out for Android and iOS uh, and PC, of course. And basically what it was was a turn-based RPG um that featured like a class system and some summons and some pretty basic stuff i mean it was a pretty basic mobile game right Right. um and it ended up growing a little bit of a following and people really kind of enjoyed the characters um and the lore and the and the story behind them so that they actually did end up putting out a real title in 2020 um that was versus they did grand blue fantasy versus which the best way to describe versus is like a 2.5D fighter, almost like a street fighter kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yep. Yeah, very, very interesting. So, um, yeah, they, they went from an, a turn-based RPG to now a 2.5D uh, fighter, and then now we are getting this release, which mm-hmm. looks to be like a full RPG. Yeah, which it's is an action which is, RPG. Yeah, which is really, really weird. So they kind of hit um, all genres. So they did the mobile, they did the fighter. Now they're doing the RPG. And we talk about this all the time. I was excited to talk about this game because most games that come from mobile are trash. And I yeah. think that might not be the case with this game. And I would agree with you. And I'm um, yeah. kind of going off of it a little bit. Like you said, there's a lot of lore behind um, Grand Blue. Yep. But with this one, it's a brand new story, so it's going to be good for newcomers. And I guess one of my things is, like, where did they come from? Like like you said, they came from, like, mobile and things like that, but it's like, they're like, you know what? Screw it. Full action <laughs> RPG. Let's give fans something that they might be really interested in and bringing new people in. But it's like, yeah. we've thrived on these mobile games. It's time to just go full go, put all our eggs in the basket, and just let's go for it. And I think that's really cool. And like we said, visually the game looks really good and there've been players or people that have played like the demos and stuff or like the early access things. And it's all positive. Like they're yeah. like, nobody's saying anything negative about the, the game specifically. And yeah. to the point, like the mechanics are good. The, the, the interaction, the bosses are really good. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, it should be really, really good. Um, let's throw up the trailer so we can take a peek yeah. at it because there's a bunch of stuff in there. Um, but yeah, this is this is coming out by Psy Games. So of course, did all the mobile nonsense, and I think it's really cool that like, you know, a lot like you talked about these. This developer went from you know making mobile games, and I have to have like in my head, I have I have this feeling that like 
you know, mobile games probably wasn't always the goal for them. You know what I mean? Like they, they probably always wanted to branch out and make like a full media release. And the fact that they got it is actually kind of cool. I cool. Okay. Yeah. So guys, keep in mind when you're watching that, like, I, I thought this might be a little bit shocking for me because you know I'm not the hugest anime guy. Um, yeah. Even when it comes to like very popular franchises like you know Final Fantasy and stuff like that, I just for whatever reason I'm just not super into like the anime thing. Yeah. But this I, I don't know. This is so different. So like right now we're taking yeah. a look at like if you guys are just listening on the Spotify, um, we are just seeing like some of the craziest boss battles that i have seen in a game in so long and like yeah. the setting of this is so cool right now so in this game you are in charge of a um you're basically like a like a like a sky pirate right then yeah. you're, you're captain of the sky sky pirate ship which is cool um and you have four characters all the characters will be playable but um yeah and it's gonna it's gonna be like these oh my gosh right Sorry. dude like it's gonna be like these four characters uh and you're gonna be able to control them and each of them is gonna have their own skill set and different weapons and all that stuff but you're basically gonna be taking these four characters into like some of the craziest boss battles that i have seen come out in a game in so long mm -hmm. yeah like it's kind of a lot some people have compared it to a monster hunter Yes. And I kind of get some of that vibe of it in but just like on a more massive scale almost. Or not sorry, Monster Hunter is huge, so I shouldn't say it like that, but just like the size of like the battles and having the extra four people is so cool. Yeah, I think the scale of the battles, I I know people have compared it a lot to Monster Hunter, but I'm almost comparing it to like a almost like a Shadow of the Colossus. Mm -hmm. Like you like you're talking about some rid ridiculously huge battles like that giant guy with the spray and the firearm yeah. dude like that dude that looks so sick and i just i'm super excited for this game i think it's gonna be a game that's gonna be right up my alley um and visually it looks really 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 stunning um and i i think I think it's going to be one of those games that some people are going to be kind of salty on right off the bat, just because we talked about it, them being a, you know, primarily a, a mobile developer. But um, I mm -hmm. think it's a game that should really get a fair shake. I, I definitely agree with that. And like you said, um, so kind of going with the saltiness, um, there is going to be some f f sort of multiplayer. However, it won't have crossplay. At this time, like it's not announced, or they said they're not going to do it at this time. Yeah, um, it's it's not announced, but they did announce that there is going to be co-op. So yeah, there'll be co-op, but it just won't be cross-play. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes because, like, that's that's kind of the world that we're in nowadays. If it doesn't have cross-play, some people don't want to play it because they want to play with their friends on different consoles and stuff. But I don't think that's going to be a huge factor in this game. But just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a huge factor just because um, typically this this is, I mean, the co-op is available, but they're toting it as like a single-player campaign experience. Yeah. So, I yep. mean, you know, some people are going to be a little salty on it, but but realistically, you're, you kind of have these, you can, what I think is going to happen is you're going to be able to select which character you want to be like going into these battles, and you're basically going to have like these three NPC you know people along fighting along with you that you can kind of control kind of like um guardians of the galaxy like you remember yeah. guardians yeah, where yeah, yeah, yep. 
you basically were star lord but you controlled the other people in your team to like help with the fighting experience yeah i think it's going to be a lot like that and i think so too looking at it the the combat system looks so fluid like it doesn't Mm -hmm. look like it doesn't look like something that's overwhelming but it looks like something that's going to be visually like very appealing and like functionality like very fun yeah i agree with that and kind of going off that each character is going to have four different like skills and each character will also have what is like their ultimate which is called the skybound art so and then what's what i saw which is really cool is like the order so you can have all of your characters do a skybound art and then like they combine to make one massive like ultimate and i thought that was really cool and a really cool concept and like depending on the order of it like will depend on how it like interacts with the boss battle and i thought that was really cool so basically just like our powers combine and you're making like the megazord of yeah that's so cool we're making like the megazord of sky art so yeah. yeah i i think it's gonna be really really cool and i think there's gonna be some concerns about this but f- uh, so far what we've heard is like the concerns that you would typically have from a developer that was you know typically a mobile or a free-to-play kind of putting out their own title uh, this will be a prepaid release, so this will be a actual, I believe, $70 game at launch, which I think mm-hmm. is actually good because in this situation, um, it allows for them to to not work these pay-to-play phone mechanics into the game like they yeah. would normally have to in a free-to-play situation. So I think that it's good that they're actually putting out a release that's going to be a, an actual working title. We're not going to have to worry about pay-to-play nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I, th- I think it's it's going to be super, super cool, I think. Any game without the pay to win and the, the battle pass is a game for me because yeah. I get so tired of some <laughs> of these games like that do that so much nowadays. Like yeah. That's why like I don't play Call of Duty so much anymore and just games like that. I just like, I can't go back to it. It's really awful, and I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally fine with just paying the cost up front and just getting the full title and just, and just doing my thing. That's... Yep yeah the the pay to play has got to stop but like we said they did tote that there's going to be some co-op unfortunately like adam said it won't be cross play but you you know if you guys have the same consoles you can play with your friends um they're tied they're toting a gigantic open world so the exploration abilities is going to be endless especially like especially like when you're in this kind of situation we talked about you being a sky pirate i mean people might understand what that means especially if you're just listening on the spotify but you're legitimately a sky pirate like you're you have this awesome pirate ship that's just flying throughout the sky. And I think yeah. that's like so cool. And they, they did say that like a lot like, um, you know, Zelda and stuff like that. The developers have came out and said, like, if you can see it, it's a real place. You can go there. That's so cool. Yeah. So, I mean, they're touting like a gigantic open world. So it's not going to be like backdrop animations where it's like, Oh, what's that? What's that tower in the background? And like you, you fly all the way there and like, you just hit like the invisible wall and it's like, Oh, you can't go there. Like yeah. if you, if you see it in the game, you can go there and check it out, which I I cool. think is That's super cool. cool. Yeah. Hope so, a, lot of, a lot of games are starting to do that too, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, I think it's pretty cool. So yeah. Gigantic open world. I think like the, the boss battles look absolutely insane. If you guys haven't checked out the trailer, check out the trailer because I mean, these, these boss battles look really, really good. We're talking like shadows of the Colossus size boss battles. It's a- absolutely yeah. insane. Uh, the That's combat cool. system looks really amazing. Uh, the graphics look really amazing. I just, I, I, I'm super excited about this game and it's, it's weird that I would be excited about an anime game, but I yeah. am. 
<laughs> you are. You yeah. are. And I'm excited for you, and I'm excited to look at it or get it as well. So Yeah, should be another really, one. really cool. Another so, one yeah. to the list. Another one to the list. Uh, guys, another this game, one. Uh, this game <laughs> drops <Sorry>. February 1st. <laughs> February 1st, 2024. Uh, if you want to check it out, definitely check it out. It should be really, really cool, and I will definitely be getting this one. For show. For show, for show. For show. Good episode, bro. Great episode. Great episode. I'm excited. Some good games coming out. Some good games. Some good games. But yeah, uh, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for everything. Really, really appreciate it. Um, we just want to put out there. Um, y'all, y'all are crushing it on the YouTube. And if you haven't yet, if you're listening on the Spotify or, or you know, wherever else, um, if you haven't yet, ch- please check out the YouTube. Uh, we are cruising to like 550 subs, which is absolutely insane. Yep, and couldn't be more excited about that. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So if you guys haven't and you could possibly uh, consider, uh, jump over to the YouTube, hit that subscribe button, um, and help us get to to the the next milestone, which is five fifty. We'd super appreciate it. Yep. Yep. And if you're not following us on all social media, please make sure to do so. Let's talk nerdy podcast, and check out our website. Let's talk nerdypodcast.com. And one last thing Uh, at the time of this posting, we will have a community post up about the uh, next upcoming live, which is going to be the nerd mania. Nerd Nerd mania. Nerd mania. Do you want to call it nerd mania or nerdy mania? Nerdy mania. Nerdy. It's going to be nerdy mania, uh, which will be a live wrestling event that we will be doing. So again, there will be a community for free purview, free purview on our lives. (laughs) uh, At the time of this posting, there will be a community post uh, that will have all the, uh, you know, all the, all the graphics and stuff like that. You'll be able to find it super easy. But if you do want to be a part of that live, um, you don't have to actually play where you're just going to make your character. Uh, but if you do want to be a part of that live, please jump over to that community post and leave us a little message. Um, just say you want to be part of the live. Tell us a little bit about yourself so that we can make the character. Um, and yeah, yeah, we will put you in the game. We will be doing a fan Royal Rumble and I'm super excited yeah. for it. So I, start, fun. I started making all the characters. It's a lot of fun. So yeah. Give me a little information. Uh, give us, yeah, give us a little information of what you think the character uh, you want your character to look like, and we will make it as best as we can. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, my dudes, thank you very much for everything. We love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will see. Nope, nope. Yep, nope. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, we did. We did all the stuff. We love you guys very, very much. We will see you on the next one. Peace out, nerds. Yeah.